Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast where we recommend and review the podcast that you should be listening to because you like podcasts, but you just don't have the time to find new ones. I'm one of your castologists, N.C. Weber, here with my trusted co-host... Nick Blicker. And our special guest... I'm Grace. Person of interest, illustrator, sometimes podcaster. Uh, sometimes. Fan <laughs> of podcasts. Fan of podcasts. Nice. Yeah. Great. You're going to fit in perfectly here. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I've already had my hand in the lolly jar, yeah, yeah. so... That's it. That's that's how I am. I am the witch from the stories. I will. That's how I get you into my house. <laughs> and I have to oven. check if the door's locked. Oh, the door's not locked, but it leads into an oven. Oh. Um, it's one of those horror movies where oh, things okay. change. Re- yeah. Oh, okay. See, Object already, permanence isn't a thing here. See, I already hate this horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Before we get into that, let us tell you that there is no theme this week. Grace got off easy with just mm. having to recommend a podcast that they like. Yep, yep. Um, but I'm going to go first. I'm recommending okay, a fine. listener submission called Under the Shroud. Uh, so Under the Shroud is a narrative podcast. It, it follows like the story of a half-demon taxi driver okay um all right <clears throat> who basically picks up fares in and around baltimore uh and exists under the shroud which is like a an overarching magical thing that hides magical things from regular people yeah. so sometimes alternatural creatures need taxis too um so this has been running since 2019 uh and kicked up a notch during COVID because obviously the creators had a little bit more time. So yeah, this is Under the Shroud. It's, it's, episodes are about 20 minutes, 20 minutes long um, and very regular. They, they're every every week. How long has it been going for? Since 2019. So nice. in May. So almost cool. two years now. Nice. Yeah, so lo- lots of episodes for you to um, kind of get back in on. Uh, Do you recommend that we start at the start or like is it kind of dr- I drop? drop in i did but you can kind of just drop in anywhere as long as you know that it's he's a half demon who's riding a (laughs) running a taxi service um it is kind of like a monster of the week sort of okay fun nice conversation thing uh yeah so it's an interesting world very well done Mm. um the the sound design does get better throughout so obviously when they started it was a little bit um less sophisticated than it is now but yeah definitely and i know that they do another podcast about the making of that's available to their patrons but yeah oh, under that's the awesome yeah oh man <clears throat> do they, so do they post the making of it all in their feeds because for some reason i'm so interested in, in behind the scenes stuff more than i am sometimes the actual like content itself like i want to listen to that is it on there as well or is it it's purely not for- it's only for their patrons right. but i will say um, I believe you. It's only one dollar fifty Australian a month oh, to get okay. access that's, to that feed. I'm fucking in. Yeah, good. <laughs> Holy shit! That's, All right, that's a good deal. Excellent. Nice. I'm glad. Well, that, that was that was yeah. an easy sell. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what about you, Grace? 
my podcast this week is called Make It Then Tell Everybody. Uh, I've been listening to this for like the last couple of years. It's really good. I listen to it. And I know that this is only sometimes taken as a compliment. I listen to it a lot when I'm going to sleep because um, it's very calming. It's mm. very relaxing. It's just one of those like conversational podcasts. But it's between Dan Berry, who is a, uh, a comic artist and I believe also like a lecturer. Um, and each week there's a new comic artist and they have a conversation about uh, making comics, about art, about the industry. And it's just sort of interesting to see uh, a side of comics that isn't just Marvel and DC. Yeah. Um, because mm. that's sort of what everyone thinks of is superhero comics, but there's just so much more to it. Than yeah. That. So when you say the cool. comics and talking about art, are they talking about comic art or are they talking about like capital A art, the art industry and that sort of thing? Usually it's just comic art because they mm. into like each week there's a new comic artist and it's sometimes, you know, it's a bit about their life, a bit about mm. what inspires them about their comics. Mm. And it's sort of interesting to see the sort of lived experiences that go into making a story. So yeah, you can sort of yeah. like track their their progress from I was obsessed with art in childhood to <laughs> yeah. now my entire career is teaching people how to make comics or yeah. writing comics or whatever. Awesome. Because awesome. I know a lot of like comic artists and stuff, they, they tend to also write their own stories as well. So mm-hmm. do they talk like, is that sort of a mix of that storytelling angle as well? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of um, a lot of the comic artists that come on are like indie comic artists. Yeah, so cool. they're not necessarily like attached to a big publishing house. Mm. So they often, you know, write the story, illustrate the story, everything. They sort of wear all of the hats all at once. Yeah. Um, which is great because then you have people who... Um, Oh, I'm trying to remember her name. There's a comic artist who does a lot of stuff about her own life mm. um, and sort of like her childhood experiences growing up. Oh, Tilly Walden. Tilly Walden. Tilly Walden. She does lovely comics. I've yeah. read all of them <laughs> online because they're yeah. very expensive to buy. Hardcover shipped from America. And <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you look, look, the exchange rate is ridiculous. Yeah, the po- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a $30 book, I'm happy to buy. $30 book plus $20 postage. Oh. That's a lot. I'm not Dear lie. Australia, stop being so far away from everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kindly move. I'll read a PDF of your book and I'll follow you on Patreon so I don't feel quite so bad <laughs> yeah, about yeah, no, that's good, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel quite so bad about stealing a copy of someone's book. <laughs> I was like, I'll get you back $1.50 a week. Yeah, that's it. Hey, look, you're paying for it at least, so that's... That's it. Paying artists. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Yeah. I, I can't. Look, I, I'm looking forward to listening to this one. Um. So so it's different. A different interview every mm-hmm. week yep, with Dan Barry, the host. Same host. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick, what have you got for us this week? Well, Zane, have I got <laughs> podcast for you? I think it's a sport podcast. And Grace, I think I've got a podcast for you as well. For me? So you like yeah. sport, right? Oh, uh, I love sport with the balls and the yeah, and yeah, the, that's it. And the throwing. Honestly, yeah. well, or kicking Actually, yeah. sometimes. Kicking, yeah. Sometimes you get to kick. Sometimes uh, you get to run into other people very hard. Yeah, I've heard. Yep. And sometimes you just get to hit them in the face. What other, well, what other sports can you do? Anyways. <laughs> Jumping, yeah, jumping's good. Uh, long, longer jumping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes Flipping. you get to sword fight, like sword fighting yeah. is a sport, right? Yeah, that's pretty sick yeah. actually. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me fencing, but you know that's fine. Just seeing people. Oh, yeah, fencing makes so much more sense than boxing. Well, well, I mean they're kind of the same. Like they're kind of the same because one has far fewer concussions. <laughs> yeah, look, I would prefer to do the one that has less concussions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my recommendation this week is a podcast called Death at the Wing. Now, this podcast it goes into the history of. Um, I always say this every time I do basketball podcast. It's a basketball podcast. Okay, there you go. Fucking the surprise. History of basketball. Big surprise. Um, but this is not the history of basketball. This is more along the lines of the social 
uh, the social sort of issues that ran alongside basketball in the 1980s. So this um, this is produced by Adam McKay, who he's uh, directed uh, Vice and The Big Short from memory. He mm-hmm. works a lot with Will Ferrell. And I think he hosts it as well. Um, but this goes into the social issues as well as the players of basketball back in the day. It does get very inside basketball. Was he involved with the movie Semi Pro? Good question. Um, Works with Will Farrell, likes Adam basketball, McKay, likes basketball in the 80s. Let's see if he's involved. He is. Can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I will get back to you. Um, but so, so this one covers uh, lots of different things that happened in the 1980s in basketball because it was kind of a transitional period where the game started to get more and more popular within the United States, but also the world where foreign players used to come in. So like uh, players like Drazen Petrovic. Um but it, it yes, doesn't. I know who that Sorry. is. Sorry. So, Drazen <laughs> Petrovic is one considered one of the best shooters, like basketball shooters of all time, and he died in a car crash uh, at like twenty nine, like the in the CIA prime of his involved? life. Well, <laughs> well, um, I don't know actually. <laughs> pretty sure it's not. But um, he was. I'm pretty sure he was a Russian. I think he's from Russia. So there was. There's lots of different sort of political infighting in terms of these players coming over from countries that are do have that sort of political instability and how that affected their lives. And it still does in the current NBA with there's a, there's a Turkish player who's very outspoken about the current regime in Turkey mm. um, and that has gotten him into trouble multiple times, like having to travel and all that sort of stuff. But this one focuses purely on basketball in the 1980s. Um, there's some really fascinating stories in there. Um, it's it's a little bit depressing with some of the ones where it's like young kids, like these like young kids at like 19 and 20, like dying. So mm. fair warning. It's not like dark, but it, it can get a bit depressing just kind of hearing some of these stories. Um, like the Len Bias one is in particular is is really upsetting just because of what happened to him and how like yeah. how good his life was and then how quickly it goes. Um, but I found this an absolutely fascinating show for me because I actually learned quite a lot from this. So is it is it a limited run or is it like an ongoing series that just like deals with basketball in the 80s? I honestly have no idea. It's currently still going, I know that much. There's only eight episodes so far. I have a sneaky suspicion this will be a limited series. Okay. Because... When did it start? I mean, eventually the 80s ends. Yeah. So. yeah. And, I, and I mean, they might actually go further into some of the political issues. There's not a lot that happens in the 90s basketball, but as we sort of get more socially conscious into the, the 2000s... Uh, Space Jam. Space Jam happened in I'm not the sure 90s if that's basketball. Pol- yeah, but that, I'm not sure if that's uh, political. Anyway. It's I have some film students who might disagree with you. Well, you know, yeah. Okay, there are... Film students there disagree somebody, with, everyone yeah, with everything. anything, though. So. Yeah, 100%. Everyone, they've all got opinion. Um, but I, I don't know where they're going with okay. the show currently. Um, but at this stage, it seems like it's going to be a limited series, and I imagine they might explore certain things. But the 1980s is probably the biggest transitional period for the yeah. NBA. So, yeah, this is called Death at the Wing. Death at the Wing. All right, well, those are our recommendations for this week. Let us go back and review what we recommended last week. So just because Asabi isn't here, I think we should start with Asabi's recommendation, yeah. which was, why won't you date me with Nicole Byer? Um, do I actually have this up, the description up here. So mm. Nicole Byer is single and has been for decades. She's smart, funny, has a fat ass and loves giving blowjobs. So the question is, why is she perpetually single? This podcast is a quest to find that answer. Every week, Nicole invites a comedian friend or ex-fling to interview their dating life interview their dating life and figure (laughs) out her own. 
interview about their dating life, I would assume that means. Uh, no, she <clears> interviews <throat> the dating life. The person's just in the oh, room. Oh, yeah. the person's just in the room. So yeah. they're embodying their <laughs> yeah. dating life. Yeah. That's so being fair. possessed by their past <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> so Nicole Byer is a huge personality. And I, that's mm. the thing. I'd listened to this podcast for a good while before Asabi recommended it. Um but yeah, what did what did you all think? I really liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was really nice. It was like you could tell it whoever she was talking to. Like they were buds. They were yeah, friends. Yeah. It felt like I was like hanging out with people that I knew who were getting along really well. It yeah. didn't yeah. feel like an interview. There is a bit in the TV show 30 Rock where <laughs> um where the wife of the idiot comedian who's on the show. Who, Tracy Morgan? Tracy Morgan. Yeah. The wife of Tracy Morgan <laughs> has her own reality mm. TV show. Nicole Byer feels like a character from that reality TV mm. show. That is really <laughs> spot on. Um, and that's the thing, like, she can do anything. Like, she can just... She's so smart and so on it, has so much energy that, like, it is so easy to listen to this this podcast because it's not asking mm. you to do any work at yeah. all. Um yeah, so I that's I really like this podcast. What about you? What about you, Nick? Yeah, look, I the coal buyer is a lot. Um, yeah, she's hashtag a lot. Yeah, uh, which honestly, I think the reason that I was pulled to it was because her personality is so huge that you can't help but be magnetized to it. So I listened to uh, I for some reason I looked at it and I was like, I hardly know any of these people on here. Like, I might be living under a rock, but I found some drag queens because I know their names because my partner's does drag. And I was like, all right, I'm going to listen. So I listened to the Alaska Thunderfuck episode and the Latrice Royale episode. The Latrice Royale episode was great. Yeah. Because yeah. you learn a lot. I didn't realize that Latrice was actually quite old. So you get to hear about their experiences growing up as a gay person yeah. of color. And it's unbelievable. And it's and it's interesting because Nicole's, I guess, personality that comes across in the show doesn't necessarily come across as something that it's like, oh, this is going to be like, it's going to be crazy. It's over the top. But when it comes down to it, those sort of like, there's little moments when they actually talk about that stuff seriously, the show really, really like shines. Yeah. Um, I am actually pretty surprised because I like listen to it. I, like, again, like I don't care about like, why don't you date me? But for the, it's interesting because for the most part that like while that is the central question of the show it's not the only thing that's discussed no, mm. no. So, I mean that that's maybe what three episodes maybe you could squeeze out of that yeah why won't you date me is really just like what's wrong with me yeah um and I think like each episode because I was listening to one and it was about therapy and it got like really real about like what therapy is for and yeah. why you should go to therapy um and others about like owning your sexuality, both like as a um, as a woman of color, and yeah. there, but just as anyone, just like owning it. Um, and it's it's not all comedy, but it, like it hits you big with comedy straight up. Mm. But then they're not afraid to like ask because they're comedians. They're meant yeah, to. Yeah, hundred They their life is asking like what's funny about this, um, and just bringing it back to relationships. I yeah. guess. Mm. Yeah. I am. Um... I'm actually really surprised. I subscribed to it because I was just like, fuck, this is this is really good. It is definitely one where it's like picky guest. Like, I don't know if I'd listen to it every single week because like I, I said, highly somewhat, recommend but... the Margaret Cho uh, episode. Okay. Um, Conan O'Brien was also fun. Um, I think Conan O'Brien sponsors the show, doesn't he? Uh, Coco, I, I believe he produces it. So right, his okay. company produces it yeah, now. Yeah, cool. Um, because it also was HeadGum. It was a HeadGum podcast to begin with, but now I think it's joined with uh, Conan O'Brien's yeah, okay. company, Team nice. Coco. Um, oh, what were some other ones? Uh, Randy Jackson was also fun. 
Um, oh, Randy Jackson would be fun. I haven't heard of heard from Randy Jackson in years. And there was one. The, I, I can't remember the game, but I know the title was called uh, "Grown Up." Grown Up Breakup, and it was just about breaking up as a grown up rather than like getting all emotional and, yeah. and throwing down about it. Um, yeah, I, I really like this. is a, This is a high recommend from me. I yeah, think absolutely. This is something that is. This is probably a really great way to approach a relationship podcast because it is mm. it is funny 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 and it really doesn't it doesn't feel like emotional labor yeah it's hilarious and there's good advice in there like they say yeah. some really some really like important stuff yeah all right well that was asabi's why won't you date me with nicole Byer. let's talk about my recommendation Saya. Now, Saya was a, again, I, I am doubling up, was another specfic podcast about an AI in the future um, preparing you to uh, uh, take your place in Earth's man made second moon Typhon. What did you think? Um, weirdly claustrophobic listening to this. Mm. Like, I loved it. <laughs> I got, no, 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 and I don't say that it's a bad thing, actually. Yeah. I think it, it, like, it kind of, it's in your head. Yeah. Like, it's really fascinating because I was listening to it while I was doing some work and I was kind of like, it is actually incredibly well written to the point where it actually does feel like you're kind of like being indoctrinated into mm. into I felt, that. and I don't know whether this is to do with the sound design, but I felt like I, I was in a capsule. Yeah. Mm. And it yeah. was playing to me and it, and I had to listen to it and do what it said so that it would open up the capsule yeah. so I could get out. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and I think the, the actual... Um, AI itself, whoever it's voiced by, whatever, um, is weirdly calming to listen to as mm. well. At the same time, I'm sitting there kind of going, I feel really uncomfortable, but at the same time, a little bit safe, but yeah. only if I do follow those instructions. And I find it really interesting that the pre like this is the sort of presentation for something like this, because never really heard anything like this before, where it actually is kind of like interacting with you on a level where you might not actually do whatever the AI asks, yeah, but yeah. you still think about it. Um, it does ask you to put yourself in that position. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it does a very good job of doing that very quickly too, because it sets this, it sets the tone yeah. very early. And the uh, the voice actor is Adam Bash. It's, Adam a, it's Bash. Adam Bash all uh, oh, right, does everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. Well, Adam, fucking hell, you're a good AI. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I only got like... Five or six episodes in. Did you start at the? Start I started at the, the start. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured. Well, I figured like because it's narrative. I was like, oh look, I might as well just start yeah. from the start, yeah. get a feel from it there, mm. go back and dive a bit later. Um, this is really really good. Like, yeah, I I've subscribed to it just so I can get more. Like, <laughs> just so I can actually like, so it's on my list of things to actually listen to yeah. beyond the show. Um, but yeah, I really really enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd recommend it to people that are claustrophobic, but <laughs> you know. that's an odd thing to say. Like, don't listen to this podcast if you're claustrophobic. Yeah, but it might like I don't know that the sound design and the voice and the no, like I understand the, like, echo, it. The yeah, echo but, like can you yeah. can you imagine? explaining that to someone who is like why it's just a podcast <laughs> well i don't know it made me feel claustrophobic okay i Get love alone. i oh, look sorry. claustrophobic is a weird word for me because i like that feeling mm. of like being trapped in like a small space mm. okay well you know each to their own i guess claustrophilic Ooh. That's definitely that sounds, yeah. there's definitely a kink thing for that. That's definitely someone something. Yeah. There's someone's got a word for it. I don't think it's sexual. 
I just like maybe not for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I guess the opposite of of well, I guess yeah, the opposite of agoraphobic is claustrophobic. But yeah, so mm. it's a fine line because I like feeling like enclosed. But I watched oh, what was it? There's like that cave diving movie. Oh no, oh, it hard pass. No. I literally got five minutes in. I was like, I'm I'm bye. Hard, See, hard I think pass. that's why I like small spaces because <laughs> you can be aware of everything that's around you mm. and nothing's changing. Those caves are like you're literally nah. squeezing into nah. spaces that you don't know if you're going to be yeah. able to get out of. No. No. Yeah, this- when I say I like being enclosed, I mean like those egg chests from IKEA where you can yeah. close the little blind at the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked. I really liked it. I subscribed to it. I really enjoyed it. It made me think. Um, I enjoyed it in the same way that I enjoyed the first season of Within the Wires. Yeah. 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 And I haven't found anything quite like that before. Uh, like again. So yeah. I subscribed to it because I was like, I'm yeah, I need something like chill to listen to when I want to freak myself out on a long drive. <laughs> I am happy with that result. Well, let's talk about our final recommendation from last week, which was how it happened. Yes. Nick. How it happened. Um from Axios. Uh if you uh familiar Jonathan Swan. If if you're familiar with like the the Trump sphere, blah blah blah, yeah. uh, and the memes and stuff, there is that meme specifically with Jonathan Swan looking at the piece of paper and being absolutely befuddled by what was on the piece of paper. So Jonathan Swan um, has done a report about uh, the actual insurrection itself. Now I'm getting very insurrectiony in the next couple of episodes, so I do apologize. Um, <laughs> I only realized that actually just now, but that's fine. Uh, but how it happened is. Uh, a retelling of what happened from go to woe with uh, the capital riots. But uh, Jonathan Swan has, and I say in quotes, has more access, whether you can believe it or not, um, to people deeper within the White House. And so the story that you get to hear has more detail than you would probably expect to have read on, you know, your usual Wikipedias or on like maybe the Washington Post. I don't know. That's usually the only things that I read. I mean, so at the start, he says that he has access but can only reveal the information without names or sources. Yeah, it's like I can't remember. He's like got a specific phrase for yeah. it that he mm. can he can reveal certain things, but not the person who said it because it'll yeah. compromise their or it may compromise their position within government or mm. in in the future or, or whatever. So he that's why I say in quotes because it's like all right, well he's not really. I mean, journalists doesn't really give up their sources, but you kind of listen to it thinking, yeah. you know. And Jonathan Swan is also known to I think swing conservatively, so. Mm but I don't think that really plays out here. Anyway, what did you all think? I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really in-depth. Um, it was really interesting to hear from sort of people that were directly involved mm. and directly affected by it because I think that I think that we get a very different picture all the way over here yeah. where it's not... I mean, it's, it's scary and it's worrying, but it doesn't actually affect us. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear from people who were there while it was happening and whose uh, lives and careers were directly impacted by what was happening. Yeah. It's also interesting to um, look back at it with everything that's come out afterwards, like mm. in the public sphere, just yeah. like every with everything that like specifically that the conservatives have said about their reactions to it and what they thought was happening, what they think is happening and why they think it's happened and how, whether they think it's happened, uh, which is a ridiculous statement to say. <laughs> um, that's also very interesting to go back and listen to this about. I was prepared to be very angry with this podcast, mm. um, and I was... But not as much as you thought. I don't know. <laughs> well, why? Why don't you um, know? 
I don't know because I think I think I'm recovering from the four years of Trump, <laughs> and so the trauma isn't so fresh for me right now that yeah. the anger isn't like just bubbling under the surface, mm. waiting to be unleashed. Yeah. Um. This it's uh. I'm glad that this is from a more conservative direction than liberal direction just because that assuages my fear of the echo chamber mm. that yeah. I've only been listening to the liberal side of what happened to the insurrection and what have you. It's very compelling. I, mm. I think it's very it's very well done. It's told in a very compelling way, which is usually a little bit of a warning sign for me because yeah. like, if you're telling it in a compelling way, are the facts themselves compelling or have you just constructed a narrative for us? Yeah. I think it's more the former in this case. So there, there are the facts there and it's being told in a compelling way as well. Um, I haven't finished it yet. I will be finishing it because uh, I was. I, I gave myself two episodes because I imagined myself just like quitting it in, in, yeah. in anger. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen, but it might still. Uh, <laughs> You've got time. Yeah, I've got time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that being said, it, this is well worth a listen. Yeah, but yeah, this is very much worth your time. Um, I think it's a it's a great great uh, showcase for what Jonathan Swan's I think capable so. of. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And he's very. It's interesting listening to him because he's very reassuring and very calm. Yeah, and it was yeah. the same with his Axios interview that he did with Trump. I think in the midway of the pandemic yes. last year, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, who is this dude? Because this dude is super interesting to listen to and watch. And I think that's sort of plays part like do i do i trust this because you've constructed like a good narrative and like you're easy to listen to or are the actual yes. sort of ob- is yeah. there objectivity being presented here yeah. um so i'm it's interesting because i thought you would actually get super angry <laughs> It's not that this. I didn't get angry. I am. I imagined myself rage quitting this. Yeah, like, yeah. like I raged. I rage quit a lot of podcasts in the last couple of years. Mm. Who just like fine. I'll listen to you again later, but I'm not listening to you now. Yeah. Um. I didn't rage quit this one, but it might still happen. It yeah. might still happen. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. Um. Like oh, it did shit. make me angry again, but not at the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. I'm not sure if any of the podcasts made me angry. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to go back and re-examine my <laughs> re-examine my motivations. The last four years were rough. They are. Have yeah. to, <laughs> have to sit there do some some reflection. Yeah, 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 some yeah, yeah. Internal work. It's like, what if I was Donald Trump? <laughs> oh, that's a horrible. Oh, thing no. That's a horrible <laughs> thought, right? Uh, okay. Well, let, let's let's cut that short there. Yeah. So that those were our reviews. That's this is the end of the episode. We'll just go back and announce again what we recommended this week. I recommended uh, under the shroud which is a spec fic of a half demon taxi driver in baltimore uh grace uh mine was make it and then tell everybody uh interview podcast uh with comic artists what a great title and nick uh my recommendation was death at the wing a podcast about the uh, 1980s in the nba i'm sorry excellent (laughs) and if you want to find us we're on all the social medias uh facebook instagram and twitter specifically and if you want to submit your podcast uh we will guarantee that we'll listen to it we won't guarantee that we'll go on the show but you can do that at our home on the web that's not canon.com forward slash castology or you can just reach out on social media and give us a five-star rating and review just do it you're yeah. cool. We're cool. Let's be cool together. I don't want to see this four star shit. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I don't want to see this four star shit. I've given things way worse than this five stars. So like, see? we earned so, it. Yeah, come on. We've done uh, the work. Grace, you had better hope that you have given this at least five stars. 
Speaking of Grace, is there anywhere on the web that you would like to direct people that would like to find out more about you? Uh, all of my artwork is mostly on my Instagram and so is my portfolio. If you want a commission, I do portraits. Excellent. Well, how exciting. And I'm what is your Instagram? My Instagram is Knitting Anarchist. Knitting Anarchist. What we'll put a, a link. fucking great handle. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going there right now. We will put a link in the show notes. And until then, <laughs> keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.